Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our uh, joint podcast. So it's Maximize Your Potential with myself, Chris Baker, and then Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. And, um, well, I'm looking forward to tonight's conversation. But, Al, first of all, how are you doing, sir? I'm great, Chris, actually. I'm in Toronto right now in my hotel room. Um, so if you ever watch the video of these, which I have to get back to posting, by the way, you'll see a different background <laughs> today. Um, but yeah, I'm in, in Toronto for uh, some board meetings uh, for a board that I sit on uh, for a Canadian company here and just have it just got back from a board dinner and a productive day of meetings. And now I'm here and excited and ready to record our podcast. Um, I, I had a great time last week with Christian Del Rosario. It was so good to have him on. And I think he had so much insight and wisdom into, yeah. into leadership and how he grows his team and leads his team. And uh, I'm excited about tonight's topic. Yeah, I agree. And, and uh, folks listening, if you haven't listened to, to the uh, last week's interview with Christian, go back and listen to it. Um, but also, you know, we, we are continuing to develop and expand our Raise Your Bars uh, theme and concept and so mm-hmm. i really would encourage you to go back and listen to um to, to previous podcasts start doing some of the challenges that we that we set at the end of each podcast um and and really start developing yourself start start looking into you know who you are what's important to you um why is it important to you and then start looking at what do you want to achieve in the future because mm-hmm. the truth is there that you can achieve anything you want to if you believe in it enough in other words if your desire is strong enough and secondly if you take the actions that you need to help you to get there that's right chris i mean and that's i think where a lot of people end up getting stuck because they think they want something but they don't take the actual steps they need to take to get there or to yeah. become who they need to be in order to get there yeah yeah and it's did do they really want it or do they do they just want to want it right do they think exactly. that it's, it's expected of them right it's the 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 um expectations set on us by other people whether intentionally or unintentionally whether we've we've interpreted it correctly or not but we believe that that's what we're supposed to be and therefore that perception is reality but exactly. is it really you know mm-hmm. um you know i've i've talked before and and we've had discussions and i think we even mentioned it last week with christian where you know our, our high school and college age students are not taught how to think they're taught what to think yeah. but they're not taught how to think they're not taught mm-hmm. to think about what do they truly want? What's important to them? And so it was interesting that, um, Al, you, you'd sent me an article this week uh, from Forbes, and it's uh, it's titled Forget Hybrid and Flexible Work. What people want now is job security. And there's right. some, some stats in here that I just wanted to talk on and then um, 
particularly about what it says about Gen Z, um, because we 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 consistently hear that millennials and Gen Zs are hard to manage, right? You, they, we're, we're told that they are uh, entitled, they want everything now, um, and I don't necessarily believe that as being true. Uh, and this this is what I want to talk about a little bit today. So, honestly, this- Chris, I think sorry just before you jump in, I think we've been fed a lie from some of them because I know quite a few that work extremely hard and have yeah. a lot of drive and passion. Um, they want to see things done a little differently, maybe than we're used to as us, maybe Gen Gen Xers do or the baby boomers before us. Yeah. yeah. But I I think that every generation has had that. <laughs> It can right. be, can be that can be said about every generation. Maybe. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So and I know, yeah. I know some people now that are, that are um, in in the sort of middle age or even further on in their life, and that 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 have that sort of attitude. So absolutely, it's, it's unfair that that it's it's labelled at the millennials and Gen Zs. So 100%. and millennials and Gen Zs that are probably listening to this podcast, this is for you. All right, and this is in in uh, in in recognition of you. So this study that was carried out, it was there was thirteen, just under thirteen and a half thousand people across fifteen countries. So again, it's not anything specific to the U.S., to Canada, to U.K. Again, I think that all of these things that we talk about transcend all cultures, transcend all countries, um, all organizations. I, I truly believe that. And this this company uh, is a communications company called BCW, and they identified what what was most important to people in their work experience. A couple of things that 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 popped out on on me here is that fifty two percent of respondents rated job security, especially at a financially stable company, as most important. Fifty percent wow. they yeah. wanted a safe and comfortable workplace. Mm-hmm. Um. 49% said they wanted a competitive base salary and adequate time off. Uh, I think the important thing there is the time off because that's that work-life harmony that that we've yeah. talked about. Yeah. Um, this is the one that really stood out to me, though. 48% said that workplace culture was most important. Uh, out of 13,000 people, right? So you know that, that you know, that's a pretty big base of, of correspondence yeah, like for a survey. People, yeah. Usually they survey a thousand people and they extrapolate from that yeah. what you know what the average what society wants at a whole. And I think that's a great point, right? That culture thing. I, and I think I think a lot of the younger generation has seen what some of the older generation, myself and the boomers, Gen Xs and the boomers, and how much time they committed to their workplace on a regular basis. And they don't right. want that. They right. want to have a little bit of the freedom. And quite frankly, I wouldn't want it anymore either. Yeah. Right. My 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 downtime has become very precious to me and I guard it. So how are we as business owners, as leaders, as people that want to be leaders, how are we developing a positive company culture? Which means really listening to the team members and the employees. And 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 hearing from them what they want to see in the workplace. Now, not everything that comes into the suggestion box is going to get implemented. We can't do that. But are we at least having a company culture of listening to our team? Yeah. And yeah. if I could just say one more thing real quick, like we just hired a new CEO for this board that I sit on for this company. We just hired a new CEO and he came from a big box to a more, we, we represent independent retailers across Canada. 
And the first thing he got up and said at our convention two weeks ago, and now he's at our board meetings today, and he doesn't even work for the company yet. He doesn't start till November 7th, but he took time away from his family to come here and sit in two days of board meetings with us. And he says, I want to listen. I want to visit retailers across the country. I want to hear from the dealer network. I want to hear and I want to listen. He is already changing the culture within the company and in a good and positive way. He's younger, he's energetic, he's competitive, but he really wants to listen to what the store owners and the the leadership team and the board of directors has to say so he can develop this great culture. I think we're already off to a great start. He doesn't even work here yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's that's great to hear. And and hopefully then he'll he'll sort of uh encourage the retailers to to invest in in themselves and their employees as well, which is yeah, really exactly important. exactly. Yeah, I mean this this uh, um this this uh, report goes on to talk about retaining employees, and that's something that again we we've touched on. We we talk about it in in raising your bars um and 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 the work we're gonna be doing with with retailers soon. Um, because retaining, well, attracting, first of all, attracting and then retaining good quality employees is is a challenge. And, and this article goes on to say that recent headlines have emphasized people's likelihood to leave if they were forced to work in an office full time or if mm. they didn't have control of their, over their working hours. And again, this is a it's a bit of a myth. Right. Because people believe that's that's true. Employers believe that's true. But but this mm-hmm. seems to have shifted, according to this this survey, um, said that 50 percent of people in this study say that they're likely to stay in their current job over the next 12 months. But for employers who ensure a competitive salary, job security, a safe, comfortable workplace, people's likelihood to stay increases by 18 percent. Which is massive, right? And if you look at the, and I look at one of the statements too, like this 52% want job security, that is going to be a massive one over these next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Let, let's face it, folks, recession is on the horizon, if not already in place. Yeah. Canada here, we just raised our, the Bank of Canada raised its inter, interest rates again today. Um, manufacturers that we deal with as the board on this company, we deal with a lot of manufacturers, especially in the appliance and furniture industry. And they're cutting production for 2023 already. Uh, We know that layoffs are starting to happen. The unemployment rates are going to climb. So we're going to be back into where we've been recently with a deficit of workers available to Mm -hmm. do jobs. We're going to it's going to it's going to shift soon here as as the economy tightens up. So if you can provide some security to your team, you're going to be able to a attract but b retain the top talent and that's really what you want to do because if you can retain top talent what does that do for you it increases your productivity you have less expenses for trying to find and re and train and hire and all this other stuff that Mm -hmm. that you have to go through if you start to lose your top talent right well the other thing it does for you as a business owner is it affords you the ability to take more time off Absolutely. And that's one of the things we're talking about. Exactly. It's one of the things we're talking about. And go to raiseyourbars.com, folks. Even if you're not a retailer, if you're a business owner, go to raiseyourbars.com and and watch our webinar. Uh, It's completely free because we talk about a lot of these shifts that you need to take as business owners Mm -hmm. in order to reclaim some of your life and ignite some of that passion that you 
that you first had when you started your business. Yeah. And and whilst Sorry, I'm we off topic, we, Chris, go ahead. No, 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 it's good. It's good. But while, while we agree that that eighteen percent is a is a huge increase, right? In in their likelihood to stay, that's not the big story. The big story here is that organizational culture has has the the positive power over and above that. It says yeah. that when companies take action to ensure open and honest communication, well, there's a concept, right? Yeah. A sense of belonging and value visible leadership and a focus on well-being they're all labeled as aspects of culture in this study people report a 24 percent greater likelihood to stay with the company but it's even higher for gen z's it makes wow. a difference of 31 percent difference for gen z that's incredible 31 percent more likely to stay with you if you embrace all of those aspects of culture and to be honest none of that is anything that that you shouldn't be doing anyway but most people put it to one side because they yeah. don't see the, the the value in it initially I, I think that yeah i think there's a couple things that come into play here because you know again after spending 30 years in the retail industry i know as leaders and i'm you know i'm sorry we get off track and on, you know, uh, off, off, off focus sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. um, we forget that we can't do it without the team, right? right. And I like that comment. I, I, you know, visible leadership. Correct. That means you're. That means you're present. That means you're there, talking and interacting with your team. That means you're there, pouring into them, mentoring them, coaching them, helping yep. them grow and develop, empowering them uh to to have you know empowering them so they can have more responsibility and take ownership and pride in the job that they're doing and if we're not there doing that then you know what you might as well have a bunch of robots doing the job because all That's they're going to do is echo what you want you know uh, echo uh, yeah so anyways well wow. here's the That's thing a huge 30 percent though what and, a what a massive yeah and and if you yeah. don't have that in your store if you've got a, a, a physical store, physical business, whatever it is, it doesn't, it, it, it's all the same, right? Yeah. If you don't have this, why should people come to you and not go online? Right. right? That is why the high streets yeah. are dying because they, you, you need this. The, the other, the other amazing factor with this is Al as well. It says on the other hand, overall likelihood to stay drops to 39% when people don't feel the culture is good um, as mm. a good experience. So here's the thing with this is, is there is um, again, common, common understanding that to actually uh, recruit somebody. So if you lose a member of your team to recruit somebody else actually costs you the equivalent of double their annual salary, right? Because you've got the lost productivity You've then got all the, the time and energy and money spent in recruiting and interviewing. Then you've got the training period. So if you think about it as a, a, a business, let's say, let's say you lost two employees uh, this year mm -hmm. that, that were being paid, say, $50,000. Yeah. All right. If, if we're saying that it costs double the, the equivalent of double their salary, to, to employ them, that means you've got to spend $200,000 to replace two employees. 
And guess what, folks? That's $200,000 off your bottom line. Take home money in your pocket, food on your family's table, that vacation, <laughs> the cabin and the cabin on the lake. That's $200,000 out of your bottom profit right. just to replace those two yeah. employees. Or what would have happened if you had had that positive culture, were visible, invested in them, training, development, you know, and maybe even increasing their, and giving them a fair and competitive wage to keep them, you're yeah. still ahead of the game. Yeah. If you gave them $25,000 more each, just as an example, $50,000 is probably a low income these days for, for most, but if you gave them, if you gave them a $25,000, 25% increase, you're still ahead a hundred thousand dollars at the end of the right. day. <laughs> and, and it really, it, it, it's true. But this again, what an amazing, amazing finding for me was that the Gen Zs, which which really realistically they are the up and coming worker population, right? There's more more Absolutely. Gen Z than than anyone now coming through. Yeah. Yeah. They report that culture and leadership are more important than salary. Yeah. Yet we're led to believe that Gen Zs and millennials, all they want is they want the money, money, money. Mm -hmm. It's not true, folks. It's not right. true. They want culture and they want leadership. They want a fair pay, but it's actually the baby boomers who rate pay and benefits above culture and leadership. Yeah, makes sense. Makes All sense. Right? So what we want to do is we really, as businesses, we want to be appealing to the, the millennials and the Gen Zs. We want to have that culture so they can come and work for a company that they believe in what their values are, right? right. Their values align with them. And not only do you do you say it, but you live it. Live right. it out. Exactly. It, the, yeah. the proof is in the pudding. And I think it's more than that. Like they also want, like they want, they want, uh, you know, socially responsible companies. What, you know, it's not just about making a profit, but what are we doing for our environment, for our community, for our team members, for, you know, for the, the world at large. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we can make that socially conscious effort to be giving back, in a way that makes them feel like it's an important there it's more like a, a cause than a job yeah yeah exactly exactly and i think this is this is a it's a huge shift right it's a shift in in mindset it's a shift in behaviors but as we as we mm -hmm. say with raise your bars it's those behaviors that become the actions and add those together will will produce your results and your success absolutely Right? But Absolutely. if you haven't got those behaviors and actions right, you may get temporary results and temporary success, mm -hmm. but it will not be sustained right. right? because your employees will be leaving. It's that quiet quitting that we've talked about. And sometimes it's not so quiet, right? Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's a loud quit, right? And, yeah, and what's the Absolutely. impact to you, to you and your business and your customers in the long term? Can you afford that? No. Right. No, you can't. And, and that's that's the one thing in in the program that we're going to be um, developing out of Raise Your Bars. Culture is going to be a, a big part of 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 that program and helping and helping you ensure that you have the right culture in your store that you're living out the values. That, and yeah. we you know and we go back to you know we can go we can keep going back to this, but I, I just love it. Jeff Henderson's book on Know What You're For, right? What, what do we, what the company answers, what do we want to be known for? The customers are going to answer what we are known for. And those two things need to align. And if right. they don't align, then you've got work to do, yep. right? So what do your employees say you should be known for? And what are you as a store owner or a business manager or owner, 
want to be known for and do those align? And if yeah. they're not, then you've got work to do within your own internal team, let alone with your external customer. Right. And and you can apply that to anything, Al, because you can apply it to the business. You can apply it to the leadership. Mm-hmm. Right? What is What does the leadership want to be known for and what are they known for? Yes. Uh, because that that we we you know in this survey and it said there it's that visible leadership right, right. honest and open open communication right. you know are you are you are you are you living that right or are you are you not and if you're not are you surprised when people don't trust you you know we we've we've got um we've got lessons on on trust right and that trust right. maker and building trust and and how. Uh, how that's essential in in business, but also in life in general. And that's the the thing with this as well. This applies to you personally as well as professionally. Absolutely, and I think you're gonna you see this the younger the younger generations. They're not afraid to call us out on our hypocritical behaviors, right? Your right. company that's says true. you do this, but really, if you look at it, you're you're doing the opposite. So, and they're not afraid to call you out. With social media, it's very easy today. And, you know, and I think sometimes they go a little too extreme on social media. I won't go into that tonight. But at the same yeah. time, there is that, there is that a much broader visibility now. And you don't want people uh, trashing your brand because you aren't living up to what you say you are for. Right? <laughs> what are, yeah. And, you know, know what you're for. What are you in favor of? That's the best description of it, right? And are you living that out? And if you're not, the younger generation is going to call you out on it. B and and next, you're gonna you're gonna lose clients because they know that you're not for them. You're not for what you're preaching. You're saying, and that and that hypocritical behavior is more evident or visible today. And if you have that, you need to really align. A, you need to understand your values, and you need to live out your values because if you don't, people are going to call you on it. Yeah, yeah. Rightly so. And, and yeah. again, you know, what we're looking for here is we're looking for the long game, right? We're helping exactly. you think about the long game. You know, one of my favorite books is Simon Sinek, The Infinite Game. Um, and it's, 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 so, it's so true. And you see it in so many organizations. I was having a conversation with uh, someone in my mastermind group earlier where their son works for a company that is absolutely living a finite game they're living it for for here and now to make as much money here and now as possible and they're not thinking about next year three years five years ten years Mm -hmm. they'll probably be bust in that time whereas if if you think about it as a long game you think about it as a game where there is no finish line you're always going to keep growing and you're going to keep improving Right. And that needs to be the same with your personal life and and what you're looking to achieve in your life. Right? We talk about having vision and, and, and goals and a purpose and a why. All of these things we, we talk about for a reason, because it's the foundation of your long term success and right. your legacy. Mm-hmm. Right? Personally and professionally, leaving that legacy. Yeah. Um, and I, I know, you know, it was a short article. We we again we didn't prep this. We just said, let's talk about this. In fact, Al had forgotten. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're until 20, we're 22 minutes and 34 seconds in. Exactly. I forgot until 23 minutes ago. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we could, we could keep going on it. And, and again, if, if you are interested in learning more about this, go to our Facebook page, raise your bars and, and, and follow us on that Facebook page. Like it. Right. Um, I'll yes. put the link in, in my podcast. I'll probably do it in his, but look us yes. up on social media, follow mm-hmm. it, go to raise your watch our free webinar. 
Uh, it's 40, 45, 47 minutes long. Um, right. I, I'm, I'm sure you will learn at least one thing by by watching it. And if yes. you want to connect with us, you want to do more, then again, reach out to us. But right. your, your challenge for this week is to, again, think about what do you stand for? Think about what are your values? Think about who do you want to work for, right? What type of company do you want to work for? Or if you are a business owner, what type of company do you want to be? And what type of individuals do you want working for you? Right. And then start to identify the gaps in what you want and what you've got. And then the idea is to close those gaps. But start working on closing the gaps. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Identify it first. Man, that's good, Chris. Thank you. You know, again, I, I just love doing this this podcast with you and folks like Chris said, you know, reach out to us, follow us, share this with friends and family and people that you think would find value in it. And uh, grateful that you joined us. We'll be back next week and with my good friend, Chris Baker for Maximize Your Potential. And again, I'm Al Rattan with Lead from the Driver's Seat. Uh, go and do what Chris challenged you with just now and have an amazing week and uh, create a great company culture. Absolutely. See ya. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrutan.com or hello at lrutan.com.